0: Did you call bank?
1: I call (laughs) game. Welcome back to Calling Bank. Uh, We have a big week of NBA action in store. We've got some trade ideas. We've got all the playoff standings and we've got some sneaky rapid fire questions. And of course, the resurgence of Markel Fultz. Um, But Will, let's start off with some trade ideas because the season is well and fully underway.
0: Well, 15th December is when the players that were literally acquired this off season can now be traded. And that's when the madness begins. That's
1: when it gets exciting, all the way until the 6th of February. I don't know if you remember last year, around the trade deadlines, there was a player called Anthony Davis, who the Lakers tried to give their entire team for. Um, and, and then they had just, to wait six months and, and they, they still waited, could do it. And then they kept Kuzma for some reason. Let's not get into it. Because he's definitely very,
0: better than Ingram, It Makes me
1: very upset. Well, uh, different types of players. But we won't get there. Uh, who do you want to start with, with your first trade idea?
0: Andre Godal.
1: Okay, definitely the most prized person in the potential trade offseason.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, the Grizzlies being able to get a first-round pick already from him, from the Warriors, because they needed to click cab space, was a a really good thing for them. I think, um, for me, I got three teams that I thought could use Iggy. Um, uh, The Mavericks, um, the Blazers, and the Clippers. Now I'm going to talk you through them. You forgot one, but that's fine. I'm not going to talk about the Lakers. And the reason I'm going to talk about the Lakers, and I specifically left them out, because they got no one that they could trade for. Uh, KCP, Jared Dudley. So you're going to have to add a lot of salaries to get to his <laughs> one salary, which I don't think the Lakers will want to do. No. I think the Lakers will only be able to get him if he What's gets his bought out. About $17 million. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. no, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Um. So yeah. the, the players I had, Mavericks, because yeah. they got Courtney Lee on an expiring... They give him a 2020 second round pick, I reckon they'll do that deal. And I think that's
1: that'll be really good for Mavericks. He could control the bench, because their bench is behind, besides Seth Curry, but even then. They've had a very productive bench, but... I think they're the second best bench in the NBA, they are. which is surprising because you look at their plays, and that's why I said it, yeah. they're, they're not standouts. No. Um, DeLon Wright as well, I'm pretty sure, yep. I, I think yep. he's on their bench. He is. Um, on paper, they don't look like a great bench, and I think if they had that leader, they'd be That'd great. Be very good. In saying that, they they are the second-best bench behind the Clippers. Yep. So, yep. I mean, why would they really need to add Andre? Well,
0: Courtney Lee's not part of that bench unit. He's so not this part is of anything. Well, exactly. So you might as well give him up, get a second-round pick, and Iggy brings that veteran presence that I think they could use. Um, Blazers, obviously. we I can talk to about the Blazers all day long, but I think the Blazers definitely need another bench piece. They need a bench piece. I think Ken bazemore has been a little bit disappointing in my opinion. He had opinion. a good game the other day he did. against uh, the Kings. He did. Um got about 15 points, which is quite good. I would still trade Ken Bazemore, who's on an expiring f- and a second rounder for Iggy. So I'd, Essentially you get Iggy.
1: Evan Turner for Iggy, which yes, is a pretty good which deal. Is a good deal.
0: Which is a good deal. Uh and if I'm the Clippers, Mo Harkless. I just... I like Mo. Iggy's better. And Jerome Robertson doesn't really play. I would throw in Mo. Defensively,
1: you reckon Mo Harkless is worse than Iggy?
0: No, I think Mo's probably better, but Iggy offers you similar defensively, but a bit better offensively. Yeah. Iggy's a better player than Mo. If you want to upgrade because you think you're going to win this year, I would throw in a second rounder, Jerome Robinson and Mo Harkless.
1: I just don't know if he makes them that much better. Like, I don't know if the I- Iggy makes the Clippers better. Like, I don't know if they need him. I think their team is undeniably the favourites. Yeah. Um, just as it is, like, there's nothing that really needs to be done because Iggy also.
0: Imagine starting Nuna yeah. with Iggy instead of Mo. No, no, I get it. Um, how do you defend, how do you attack against a team with Iggy, Kawhi, and Paul George? Uh and Ivanka Zubac as of well. Of course, sorry. <laughs>
1: Let's okay. forget. And Beverly. Although Trez, Montrez Harrell starts in the playoffs, you'd hope. Um, okay, look, I. Who did you go for? For Iggy? I didn't do Iggy. No, 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 no. I did Chris Ball. Ball, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Chris Ball is currently having just a really bad year. He's He's, an old man. He is an old man. His assists are six. He's normally averaging 10 assists a game. Uh, His lowest points, uh, lowest assists, lowest, lowest usage in general in his career. He's a veteran teaching Shea Gildress Alexander how to be amazing, and Shea Gildress Alexander is already great. Yes. Um... They don't need him in the Thunder, they need to blow it up. So the two players I want to speak about are Chris Paul and Danilo Gallinari. Um, Gallo um, is also, he's having some of his best shooting efficiency, he's shorting 18.5 points per game. He could be a really valuable piece to a playoff team. I think with Chris Paul and Gallinari, they they offer very different skill sets and they're better for very different teams. Mm -hmm. So for Chris Paul, you're looking at a team that doesn't really have a point guard. Bit of a weird one that I haven't actually written down but just came to me. He could work quite well in a 76ers situation. Weird. And I don't think this would ever happen. I don't think you'd ever trade Ben Simmons for a Chris Paul. Because, like, salary-wise kind of matches. That's the problem. But Chris Paul would suit the 76ers a lot better. He spaces the floor a little bit. He can pass. Um... He can shoot. He can defend. And for the seventy, uh, for the Thunder, you've got Ben Simmons. You can do whatever you want with him. Mm. You could trade him for like a million draft picks.
0: Yep. I don't um, think it'll ever happen. No,
1: it won't ever happen. I think realistically, there's Miami, the Timberwolves, maybe the Spurs if they blow it up. But Correct. they've been playing quite well recently. So I think with Miami, um, some combination like Gor Goran Gor Dragic, who has been really hit and miss this season. I've had him on my fantasy team, which is why I've been watching him closely. Otherwise, I wouldn't really be watching Goran no, Gargage. No. What happened to his brother? Good question. Like, is he still in the league? No. No. So. Is, no. Is he playing in Europe or just, probably like, Europe. busking in L.A.? Well, probably one of the two. Yeah, probably one, one of one the two. Team. Um, So you could do him and maybe, like, a James Johnson. There was rumours about Justice Winslow, but I don't know why you give no, no, him no, up. I wouldn't give him up.
0: Um, I think they'd be looking for a pick in the, in
1: any of this anyway. So the Thunder, they've got to accumulate picks with whatever they do so training just for players is just silly um same way if they trade with the spurs you could do like a rudy gay patty mills but again why Mm. uh it just doesn't really they don't really need it they're not making the playoffs um the timberwolves Mm. are the only team that i was like okay makes the most amount of sense makes the most amount of sense uh but and here's the big but would you trade andrew wiggins for chris paul no not, not now. Not now. So I think Andrew Wiggins, and if you guys listen to the Calling Bank, uh, the Huddle podcast, um, we spoke quite a, quite a bit about is Andrew Wiggins an all-star? Yeah. Um, and we spoke about this last podcast as well. We did as well. I think he's been really fantastic and I think him and Carl Anthony Towns could make a push for the playoffs, just the two of them. I don't think Chris Paul makes them better. Jeff Teague definitely makes them worse. Yes. But you're not going to trade... You'd have to trade Wiggins or Towns and then like Too Jeff Teague salary. and someone else like for Chris Paul, and I think that's a detriment to their team. To be honest, the
0: most likely out of all those is Spurs.
1: Yeah, but I still don't understand why. Yeah, Like, look, they might even trade DeMar DeRozan for Chris Paul. Like, yeah. at this point, they're just trying to blow it up. Um, but we'll see. I think you're going to speak about a bit later about... Um, the, the West playoff. <laughs> the picture. West. Uh, I'll just go through Gallinari quickly. So, I think he got to Portland, Knicks, Boston... There's rumours about 76ers, but he's essentially the same as Tobias Harris. Would why would it. you no. do that? I think, actually, Portland makes the most sense. Yeah. Um, the Knicks... Do you need another power forward? No. I mean, he's no. an upgrade literally over every single one of their power forwards, except I think Ju- Julius Randall has a higher ceiling.
0: And Knicks should be going for picks. They're not going to be trying exactly. to trade away one of their crappier power forwards and a pick for Gallo because exactly. they're try trying to win. So them. it
1: doesn't make sense. Um maybe Boston but again when Gordon we forget that Gordon Haywood was actually good to start the season and yes. he's been injured the entire season yep. poor guy hope he comes back yep. he's had just the worst time since leaving Utah maybe a sign yep. um,
0: the Mormons are after him
1: yeah but then you look at Utah this season and then you're like well we'll, we'll get there yeah. um, so I think really Portland makes the most sense you've Kent Bazemore I think Kent Bazemore is just such a good chip to trade yep. like I think yep. they did really well Evan Turner no one's picking him no, no one wanted but to Kent Bazemore can show that he has a bit of talent Um. you trade him and maybe you'd have to trade a pick or a couple of picks I'd Um, probably
0: say Ken and a first again
1: yeah for Gallinari and I think that legitimately makes Portland a lot better of a team yeah especially when Nurkic comes back then you have Mello who's been playing quite well and we'll get to him Um, you've got
0: Gallo starting, Gallo starting, form.
1: and then you have Nurkic, and then off your bench, you don't necessarily even have to trade Whiteside, you no. have him off the bench. Yeah, um, then you've got you know, um, Anthony Simmons. Simmons. Yeah, I think that's yep. a better team. I think it makes the most sense. I would be surprised if it didn't happen, but I think Portland would need to give quite a few picks for it to happen. Yep, yep. Okay, uh, who were your other trade people?
0: I had Kevin Love.
1: So the eternal question. He's he's like a CJ McCollum. Yes. Always like, oh, it's not working. Let's trade him. Why would the
0: Cavs trade him this season? 5-15. and 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're not going anywhere, anywhere quickly. You might as well get something for him whilst he's got value. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this year he's averaging 16.7 points, 10.7 rebounds. He's still got some kind of value in this league. I don't think you're going to get a hefty return for this guy but you will get something so I mean a couple of the teams I threw out there again Blazers can be in every single one I, of these discussions because they're
1: all power forwards yeah like exactly. Gallo I mean Iggy plays everything yes um, and then Kevin Love is your perfect power forward slash centre
0: Blazers give up Whiteside in the first rounder if yeah. you're going to get Kevin Love because again salary matching Celtics if they're over Haywood I would go for Kevin Love I don't think they're over Haywood I think they're very happy with their team
1: I don't know if you know this but they're like third yeah. or second I think they're second if, if they the want
0: it. but again they don't really have a centre like they've been working with Thies yeah but and is
1: Kevin Love your centre like how's Kevin Love gonna, small ball
0: centre how's he going to
1: guard Thies or Cantor Davis like Davis, not even a centre but Hayward's guard not guarding
0: them anyway no and, that's but how's true. Thies and Cantor going to guard the time
1: lord them? might I don't can know can I just say with the Blazers do you think they're still a viable option now that they've just secured a long term contract for Carmelo Anthony yes it's now secured yes so you reckon he just goes to the
0: bench yes no, well, again, it depends on what they want to do with the roster. But mm. if they get someone like Love for Whiteside, this is when Nurkic comes back. You'd move Love into power forward. Let's say you get Gallo. Gallo goes to small forward. And then you've really got a team of Love, Nurkic, Gallo, no, CJ, a good team. Dame, and then Melo's on do the bench. Do they have enough picks and for that? I don't know what the pick situation is. They've got no, basically no second rounders, but lots of firsts. Okay. They've never, never traded away firsts. Okay, So this would be something different.
1: But, so my question is, if you're going for a love or if you're going for a gallow, you're looking to make a, a push now. Is there a point? Yes.
0: Okay. I think so. Whilst you got David Did the Western Sprung, Conference
1: fighters uh, teach you that last year, that there was a was, <laughs> there was a, point?
0: a point? Look, to be honest, again, I, I think we're talking about... I don't want to get too much into the Blazers, but I think they, they reached their ceiling as a team last year. Yeah. They had to try something new. Yeah, it hasn't worked thus far. No, I agree. But I, I think it's mainly the injury situation. Because I think if Zach Collins was there still, yeah. defensively would be a much better team, and we wouldn't have to go through all these issues. That's true. Um, and who are the other teams? The other only other team I had was the Spurs. If they're going to try and push to make playoffs... LaMarcus Aldridge and a first. Or a LaMarcus and a second. Is that an upgrade? LaMarcus yes. is,
1: what, like 20 and 5? 15 so and 5? So you're
0: getting 16 and 10. No, right? I think it's, it's to better. to try something to f- new.
1: And also, like, a bit more rebounding. Probably not a bad thing. I just don't think the Spurs should make a push. If but, the Spurs looking for a push, I'd go for K-Love. Yeah. Okay. Look, um... Let's go to our playoff update. So, obviously, it's very early in on the season. Uh, but we we're wanted like a to quarter go
0: through... Way, almost a
1: quarter. We're a quarter away of the season. So, we kind of wanted to go through uh, the Eastern and Western Conference. What teams we think are going to make the playoffs? So, we're not speaking about the teams that are just clearly out of the race, such yeah. as the Cavaliers and the Knicks. Um, also, as we're recording this podcast, uh, we'll get to it a bit later, David Fisdale first uh, coach to be fired this season.
0: We literally had a question set up for this podcast to Mm -hmm. say, which coach will be fired first this year? And I was going to say David. Fitzgerald. We were both right. And I'm glad to see that. Um, Now, I'm going to go through the teams. I wanted to chat
1: a little bit about each team. I'm sorry. But when I started looking at it, I was like, I'm actually, the East is
0: less bad than I thought it was. Well. I'm pleasantly surprised. I feel as though the East top seven is locked in for Um, playoffs. Like the Nets, the Nets going to make it, right? Well, you'd hope so, Yeah. So, the, the Nets going to make it. Then you've got kind of the top seven. Then it's really, there's a couple of teams vying for eighth spot.
1: I want to speak. Can I speak about all the teams? Is Go that okay? It. Go for it. Okay, you let's start off with about. the number one team that will win the, the Eastern Conference. And if they don't, I'm, I'm, I'm following the ice hockey. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks. They're on a 13-game win streak. Giannis is 31, 13, 5, 1.4 steals, 1.4 blocks. He's having the best per in the history of the NBA. Wilt Chamberlain used to have the best. Uh, he was 31.82. This season, there are three players on the same level of Wilt or better. James Harden is slightly below. He's 31.8 per. And that's how you really... like That's their impact on the field. Player efficiency rating. Yeah, their efficiency rating, which, I mean, Wilt... It's like, Wilt, 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 Kobe, Michael, Steph Curry when he had his crazy season. And now we've got... James Harden is currently tied third with Wilt Chamberlain. Wow. Luka Doncic is second. He's on 31.9 or something like that. Giannis Anadakumpo, 34. Yeah. That's his per. I didn't think he I mean, no, I did think he could get better, and he has. He is single handedly carrying the entire Bucks team uh to victory. Middleton has taken a step back. I don't think he's been great this season. You look at the rest of their team, they're fine, but there's no real supporting cars. Like no. Carl, it's, it's, it's Carl Culver is their best player off the bench. Or, you know, Vincenzo. Um it's not really that much. It's not that much and Giannis is literally making all of them better. Hell, Robin Lopez is playing basketball. Anything can freeze. happen. I know. I just think the Bucs uh, with Coach Bud at their helm, I, I honestly can't see a team that would beat them. In the, for in the East. For in, first, the in
0: terms east. of coming first during the regular season? Yeah. Sure.
1: But also in the East, you'd think they'd lose in the playoffs yes. like a Philly? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know if you've seen Philly recently. People um, were talking
0: about this last year. They thought they were unbeatable and they lost. So I'm... No, I, I didn't think,
1: gonna... No, I think we forgot about Kawhi last year. I don't think Embiid can carry a team like Kawhi did. I don't think Victor Oladipo can carry a team like Kawhi let's, did. Let's find out. I don't want to... Okay. I,
0: playoffs... I, this is regular season, playoffs, different ballgames.
1: Yeah. Um, I think the Celtics end up second. I actually do think they end up there, and that's where they're currently sitting. Kemba fits perfectly in this team. Yep. He's a happy-go-lucky guy, 20 points per game. They've got a big three. They're one of the few teams that have a big three. So you've got Jason Tatum on 19, um, Jalen Brown on like 18, and you've got Kemba Walker as well. They're winning games. They're a really good team. I mm. love watching them play. They're a, um, they're a deep team, but they don't have a centre. Yeah. And this is where they get stuffed. So I think they get blown out, essentially, first, second round of the playoffs because what are they going to do against Embiid? What are they going to do against uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo? Mm,
0: there's not much. There's
1: no. nothing they can do. I mean, they'd be fine against... a. Uh...
0: This is where the Al Horford acquisition was good for 76ers.
1: Exactly. And this is where Al Horford being on that team... If Al Horford was still on that team, they would probably vying for first place against yep. the Bucks. Yep. Um. So the Raptors are third... Um, Siakam is going to be most improved again this year. He's 25, 8.6, 3.9. He's literally taken another step forward. He's been absolutely fantastic. Gasol's been terrible. Uh, but Van Vliet has Van been, been great. Carl Lowry's finally OG back. Anubi. OG and Nubi. OGN and Newbie's. They're a really good team. Sergei Barker's back. People forgot how good the Raptors' supporting cast were. At the end yeah. of the day, Kawhi Leonard is by far one of the best players. And he's, he's who you want on your team if you're going into the playoffs. Yeah. But my goodness... They are a good team. And they're winning games. They're tied second with the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Um, so I'm really high on the Raptors. I think they're probably a top four. Uh, we obviously thought they'd be like seven, eight seed. Yeah. But yeah, I think they're definitely top four. Um, up next, the 76ers. I, I, I don't like them. Objectively. I don't know what you think about them. But I'm not a fan. I, I think they can still win the East. Yeah, but have you seen them? Have you watched them play? Yeah, it's not... They're like, ready. what do we do outside the paint? That's right. Nothing. Because yeah. we've lost JJ Redick, who spaced the floor. Yes. No one else can shoot. Josh Rissenson has not been a great three-point shooter. Um, Tobias Harris had one good game a couple days ago where he scored 30 points, but for most of the season has been absolutely trash.
0: Um, it's not been the same level, yeah. No. Um, And Embiid is Embiid is volatile sometimes. What is he doing this He was 0-11 against the Raptors. Hold to zero points.
1: He couldn't yeah. even get a foul drawn. Yeah, I know it was weird. It's weird. He just has I... these moments. Yeah, look, I just I just don't think with the current makeup of their team, they're great on defense. They're a really big team. Um I just don't think they can I
0: think playoffs are about defense. I think defensively they're the best team in the East. Yeah. No, I don't disagree with you. So we'll see. We'll see. I think regular season they're figuring it out. Yeah.
1: Um Miami Butler is just great on this team he's the right type of vibe they're all hustle um, they're winning games they're yep. winning tough games I mean, I'm I, I love, love Adebayo yeah Dan Adebayo really taken a step up he's great defensively he's improved on offense um, Justice Winslow is great they're like Tyler um Hero. Hero and Kendrick Nunn are both great rookies. Duncan Robinson Um, going crazy from three. Goran Dragic, yeah, when he had that 28-point game. Goran Dragic obviously isn't as good as he used to be, but still impactful off the bench. He's had some 20-point games. He's had some 2010 games. If they had Chris Paul in there... I think, yeah. I think they could be a really good team. And I also think Chris Paul fits the vibe of Eric Spoelstra's and Pat Riley's Miami Heat. Mm. They're grit and grind. And also, that's why I think they're going to go far in the playoffs as well. They have the perfect team, if you're thinking like the seventy sixes in terms of defense, I really think Miami Heat have that grit and grind that you need in the playoffs, which is why they might end up like a 6th seed, a 7th seed. Doesn't could, matter. To be honest, they, they, they could be the Raptors. They could be the Raptors. In the playoffs. Um, I don't see them beating any other team. I think them against the 76ers last year was like the very intense, you know, physical matchup that I love to watch. And I yeah. would love to see that again this year. Um, let's go to the Pacers. I wanted to speak a little bit about the Pacers and the Nets because they're both missing their superstars. The Pacers have missed Oladipo for a while now. We still know they're good, even though they were a bit trash last year after um, Oladipo went, Ola, down. He went down. And the Nets are without Kyrie Irving. But this is when you get Brogdon. Yeah. And Brockton has been a phenomenal fit into this team. He's shooting is a bit down from 50% to 47% from the field and terrible at three, only 33%. But he fits perfectly in that system. Mm. Uh, he's a good defender. Mm. Um, he can shoot, he can make plays. So Bonus has been incredible. They're going to get rid of Miles Turner. They have to. Mm. So Bonus is just too good. Like he's playing 35 minutes a game. Miles Turner's playing like 26. Yeah, He's a better player. He rebounds more. He's more efficient. He's better in the paint. Miles um, Turner is a bit more defensively minded, sure. But I just think Sabonis has just really stepped up. Him and Brogdon are both 18 points per game.
0: I, it's weird for me, though, with this team. I know they've got the twin towers. I don't think it works. I, like, no, it doesn't. They have to get rid of one of them. I think they have, think to they have of to one, trade of one of them. And I think that's a good piece because Turner is on a reasonable contract mm-hmm. and that you could trade him, but you have to trade one of them. I would trade Turner over Sabonis.
1: But what, what are they missing? A power forward. Yeah. Because I think Sabonis then slides into center. in your set. Yeah. You know who could fit? Kevin Love. Kevin Love. If they took Kevin Love and they traded Miles Turner for Kevin Love, I think that works well. Miles Turner essentially goes to the bench. Tristan Thompson has been having a great season. No, Myles Turner starts. Believe Tristan, no, 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 Tristan
0: Thompson's done. If
1: Cavs people are listening, please keep Miles Turner in the starting lineup. For uh, Tristan Thompson. For Harry's, for Harry's fantasy, please
0: move him to the bench. <laughs>
1: um... yeah, I I think they have to trade him. I think that Indiana secretly had a very good offseason. If you look at who their leading scorers are, you've got Sabonis and, and Malcolm Brogdon, who was a great pickup for them. T.J. Warren for nothing. T.J. Warren for literally nothing from the Suns, and Jeremy Lamb is having a great season. He's still sixteen points per game. Um, they're not fancy. They're boring to watch, but they win games. They yeah. don't win it by heaps. Maybe three or four points.
0: But they games. But they're
1: winning games, and I think they're very underrated. When Oladipo comes back, Jeremy Lamb goes to your bench. Yeah, it's it's a much better wow, team Wow, that's a very good team. <laughs> Just
0: sort out those twin towers.
1: Especially if they if they do trade Miles Turner for um, Kevin Love, they could be a they could make it to the third, uh, the second round of the playoffs. That'd be an interesting team, which I would love to see. I'd love to see them against the Celtics with that type of makeup. Mm. Um, it'd be really interesting. Or a Raptors, um, the Nets as well. They don't have Kyrie. Of their last ten games, Kyrie's been out. They're seven and three. Um, I don't know if you know much about Kyrie Irving. Not great for the old locker room. Um, Apparently, but in saying that, they're seven and three in the last games. Their only good win was against the Celtics when they played back to back against the Celtics. The Celtics, yep. yep. The rest of the teams they beat were Charlotte, Atlanta... All teams that sucked. Yep. So it's not like they've played against good teams... And it was an argument that a lot of people had against the Lakers, for example. Yep. They're playing trash teams. They should have won these games, and they did.
0: Now, well, we now just they're beat beating Denver good teams. Denver and Utah. Yeah.
1: Shut up. Uh, you know, But Spencer Dinwiddie should be their starting point guard. Get rid of Kyrie. That's what I say. He's 24.9 points per game in the last 10 without Kyrie. He's 7.1 assists... He could be an all-star this season. He's definitely vying for most improved. Um, He's just been absolutely fantastic. Harris is shooting better from three, 44%, 16 points per game in the last 10. The team is better without Kyrie. But then we forget that they have Kevin Durant, so who gives a shit? Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, it
1: really doesn't matter what happens this This is a wash anyway. And it's great for Spencer Dinwiddie. The only good thing for the Nets is that if you have Joe Harris and you have Spencer Dinwiddie really upping their trade value... You could get a good piece for these guys. Trade yeah. them as a package. Get someone that makes the team better. Maybe you go for an, an all-star at the trade deadline, yeah. like maybe Bradley Beal. Yeah. You get someone that makes your team, and then you have a big three with Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and... Bill. Beal. Beal. That'd be nice. And I think that's what the Nets need to do. They can show they can win without Kyrie. They can yeah. show they can win without Kevin Durant. If they can use that to then trade pieces to get a big three, and then next year their team looks completely different... But, my God, their secondary pieces, with the bat, that big three, they've shown they can win games.
0: They're a seventh seed, as it is.
1: They are. They are, and I think they will stay there. So, there are kind of like four teams fi- vying for the eighth, eighth seed. seed yep. the, the Magic are currently in it. Then you've got Charlotte, Bulls, Pistons. I'm going to be honest,
0: you can already forget about the Bulls. Yeah. You can already forget about Charlotte. In my mind. I think think it's putting magic in pistons.
1: So I'll go through Charlotte and and Chicago for those playing at home. Devontae Graham, in his second season, has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, Ten three-pointers in one game, nine in another game. He currently has the franchise record. He's the leading scorer with 19 points per game. He is fantastic. You could build a team around him. Yeah, I love him. I yeah. think he's great. He's fun to watch. Everything. Rozier has been more efficient this season in scoring, but he just can't be the centerpiece of the team. He no still sucks. Was, no one
0: wants that contract. Though. No one wants that contract. It was such a that. bad
1: signing, and especially now that you have Devonte Graham, Miles Bridges has taken a small step forward, um, but not enough to make an impact. He's yeah. their third highest scorer. Which is PJ, a worry. PJ Washington has been good as a rookie. Yep. But this team just sucks. They yeah. can't defend. Um, they can't score. They're twenty fifth in the league in scoring. Um, and they're minus seven point four points per game. They might be nine and eleven at the moment, and that's lovely for them. Yeah. But the fact that they're not tanking makes no sense to me. Like the fact that they're winning games, although a couple of them were buzzer beaters, they've only had one win against a plus five hundred team, and that was in against. They've had a softest
0: schedule to help. Well, them.
1: the rest of their win: Detroit, Warriors, Knicks, Kings, when they were really bad. This is a bad team that has just had an easy schedule. Yes. Um, I do not foresee them even making close to a push to a playoff run. No. Um, just let them die in the corner. Yes. That's all I want from them. Let Devontae Graham be traded for, I don't know, no, Julius keep Randall. Him, keep him, keep him. I know they should keep him, but knowing Charlotte, they'll probably That'll do a trade now. with the Knicks. Being like, we'll take Fisdale and Mitch Robinson for Michael Jordan and Devontae Graham. <laughs> That's a good deal. That's what we want to see. <laughs> um, they're a terrible team. The Bulls as well. Like you said, defense is so important. Zach yep. Levine is an all-star. Yep. He's, he's 22 points per game. He hit 13 threes a couple of weeks ago. Oh, that game against Charlotte was insane. It was insane. But their wins are against shit teams. Grizzlies, Detroit, Charlotte. They lost to every single good team. Markkanen has taken a step back. He's 13 points per game. He just doesn't look like his old self. Kobe White has been abysmal shooting-wise. He's like 38% and... From the field in 33. He's a rookie. Three. I give him a rookie, like, fair, but like he should have been the starting point guard by now.
0: Otto, Otto Porter Jr. has been injured. Yeah. Um, and then Saturansky has been a bit disappointing for me as well. as yep. And Thad Young hasn't really offered that much, but no, I wasn't Thad expecting Young's that much. Nothing. But the thing that disappoints me with the the Bulls, like, I mean, Wendell Cubb Jr. has been better. It's just, Look at that starting five. It's a decent team on paper. It's a young, decent team. Yeah, but they just haven't delivered.
1: I think they just can't defend. Like, Zach Levine is such a liability on defense.
0: I think it's the schemes that Boylan runs. It's just not working. Their defense
1: just sucks. Yeah, I I don't think they even make a push. So realistically, you have between the Magic and the Pistons, which is exactly what you had last year. The Magic are currently eighth. Their team is still gross. I don't like their team. Um, they had one win against the 76ers, which was a great win. Yeah. Uh, can't believe they won that. It was bizarre. But they've only really beat bad teams. Um, they're the second lowest team in scoring points per game. They can't score. Evan Fournier is their leading scorer with 20 points per game. And when Evan Fournier is your leading scorer, you know got, you've got issues. Yeah. Vucevic is out. Jonathan Isaac hasn't made the leap that everyone wanted him to. Markel Fultz, who we'll get to, has been good. This team is just not good enough to make any type of impact in the playoffs.
0: They're a non-playoff impact team, yeah. but they could still make the playoffs. But the thing is with
1: the, them is I just... I don't understand what they're doing. And it's exactly the same with Detroit. Mediocrity. Me, Mediocracy, rather. In the NBA is the, the West position, position to be. Either tank or go hard. Try yeah. and trade Aaron Gordon, who I always think is going to make the leap and then never does. never does. Ever. Um, but I, I think... At the end of the day, it's between them and the Pistons. I think the Pistons should make it. Yes. I think the Pistons are a better team I agree. than them. Blake Riven has taken a step back, uh, and well, I'll get to him. He's just injured. But, again, at least they've had good wins against Brooklyn and Indiana and the Spurs, but they're still in the middle of the pack. Drummond is having an insane season, like Ben Wallace-type season. He's mm. 17.3 points per game, 16.8 rebounds Crazy. per game, two blocks. He's been great. Luke Kennett has really stepped up. He's getting 10 more minutes a game, so he's playing about 33. He's scoring 16 points per game. He's shooting at the same rate. He's just great. They're giving he's, him a a he's, he's a starting shoot And he's doing really well. I really be. like him. Yeah. Derek Rose is making a run for sixth man of the year. He's 16 points per game, five assists a game. Staying he, out of injury thus he's far. He's staying out of injury thus far. They're all doing really well. The only person that's taken a step back, as we saw Blake. with his biff with Giannis, is Blake Griffin, who's the second lowest points per game in his career, the lowest field goal percentage of his career. Um, and he just hasn't been as good. I think he's injured.
0: I think he must one. be he's remember that
1: season team. when he played with like a, a wonky shoulder yeah I think there's something there's something off but there's always something off with Blake Griffin I think at the end of the day the issue that they have is they can't space the floor they don't really have like Luke Kennard and Derek Rose can sort of space it Yeah. but they're just not a good team but on paper they're a good team same like a Chicago situation I think they have more upside I think Drummond and Blake Griffin can make a run to be all stars realistically yeah. Reggie Jackson's never coming back no, forget no, he's, about he's him he's done he only played forget
0: one game him. this year look on paper, I think the Pistons are probably better than the Magic.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I would prefer to see them in the playoffs. Um,
0: but, they, but they get knocked again, out. They get the knocked out
1: run. in four games. Like, who cares? Against the Bucks? Yeah. So let's head to the West. Uh, just quickly, we don't have that much time. And we're going to go through in detail next week. Yes. Um, the full Western Conference standings. Or maybe in the next fortnight. whenever our next episode next is. Next episode, we'll go through it. But at the moment, who do you think gets that... So, the six are locked. So I think top six. Clippers, Lakers, Utah, Houston... Mavs. Mavs. And Mavs are a lock? Mavs are a lock. Okay. They're in. And right. Nuggets. And Nuggets. So, that's seven teams, actually. So, Mavs maybe not such a lock. No, no, that's six. Is it? Yeah, that's six. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Um, so, who are vying for the last two spots, and who do we think are going to get it?
0: Currently, you've got T-Wolves at seven mm-hmm. and Suns at eight. Yep. I'm going to be talking about Blazers, Sacramento, Spurs... And uh, OKC. OK. You think OKC can make a run? No. But I'm going to talk about them anyway. OK. Because they're up there right now.
1: Are you talking about them now or are you talking about them next episode? Next episode. Next episode. OK. But you're also going to speak about the best team in the league as well. Absolutely the not. The Los Angeles Absolutely Lakers. not. There was no intention um, for me to come. Well, I think out, you'll have uh, to because they're definitely ranked first in the Western Conference tied with the Bucks for the best record in the NBA. Sure. Um, I, know, uh, I
0: know it's a long time coming. Can though, I just so? say, uh,
1: when Anthony Davis and or lebron james get injured i will be the first lakers fan to say i told you so this was a bad idea anyway we'll get there i'm not in panic station yet um but there are a lot of players uh, a lot of teams rather in the west that are vying for contention but let's speak about someone that you really like at the moment markel Fultz, markel Fultz. i don't know if you know this the number one pick has played about 13 games in total over 25 years <laughs> um, but what do you want to speak about
0: look I just want to go back to people to remember this guy because no one is focusing and talking about him in the media. But this guy has actually been good. He has been this year, well. He hasn't been good. He's been... He's been okay. Okay to and good. And healthy. But that, you know what? That's good for him. Because that is good for him. The um, 2017 first round pick, the first pick in the first round, literally got traded about six months ago to the Magic for Jonathan Simmons, who I checked, is out of the league. So that's a done player. Yeah, yeah. A first round pick that was top 20 protected. So the Magic only yeah. had to hand over two second rounders, really, which they used to get belt, My, M. Thibel, Matisse yeah, Thibel, Matisse Thibel, who is averaging right now 4.2 points. He had a lot of, one rebound, he had a lot, lot of assist. upside
1: for the 76ers. Absolutely, but defensive has done,
0: upside. but has done nothing. So
1: really, but again, he fits in with the defensive scheme of the 76ers, but yes.
0: Matisse Thibel. For Michael Fultz is what that trade yeah, kind of looks essentially, like. Right yeah, by. So, really, they got him for nothing yes. at this stage. This guy could be Magic's Franchise point guard. I'm calling it now. You think so? I think so. Do you think he's good enough to be? I mean, they're the Magic. So they're I think the Magic. Mediocrity. Uh... He only played 33 games in the last two years before this season. This yes. season, he's already played 21. So, already there's a difference in well, terms of. Well, he hasn't been injured as of yet. Which is good because I think what happened with the 76ers is the potentially rushing him back. He wasn't the right mental frame. Et cetera, et cetera. No load management. That's their issue. They need to load manage him more. Fultz, for me, after they went 2-4 and four to start the year, they put Fultz in over DJ Augustine. 32 years old. I can't believe Augustine was still starting for that well, team.
1: Well, he did win that game for them against Toronto, so that's why he got the starting role. And they also had
0: no one else. Yep, they didn't. They now they've They used to have Fultz. Alfred Payton. Yeah, yeah. Now they've got Fultz. Yep. And I think, for me, since 2nd November, Fultz is averaging 12.5 points, 4 assists, two steals a game, shooting 50% from the field. That is a different player to what we knew two years ago or even last year with the 76 It's still not as good as the first pick you'd expect. Sure, but this is really... I'm going to classify this as his rookie year
1: because I don't want to count the last two years. Hashtag not a
0: rookie. Hashtag not a rookie, but a rookie for my mind. Yeah. This is how important he's been. The offensive rating of the Magic with him on the field is 112 points. Mm -hmm. Without him is 94. Holy crap. That's a big yeah, difference. Yeah, I mean, that's like Kawhi standard. That is a huge difference. The big thing for me is, if you look at his last three games, he's gotten 13 points, 20 points, and 14 points. They've won the last three games. Yeah, you can look at the teams and say they might be a little bit trash. Pretty trash, yeah. But Fultz as a lead starter. If you look at DJ with that same four that they normally mm-hmm. start with, including Vucevic, DJ is a starter in that team is a plus 7.8 net rating. With DJ, was 2.4. Okay, it's a yeah. six-point difference. It's
1: especially think, in a lot of close games. Magic's are magic are in a lot of
0: close games. Yeah. That five-point differential makes a huge difference. Make or break. I think Fools has a lot of potential. Yes, his three-point shooting is still trash. He's shooting about 20% from three. Yeah. It's trash. But he's shooting 80% from the free throw line. That gives you potential and hope that he can get that range and get that shooting percentage back up. I'm telling you, don't sleep on this guy. Yeah, the averages aren't screaming off the paper. This is his rookie year. They're a 10, 10 and eleven team without Vucevic at the moment, mm-hmm. which is impressive given some of the teams they have played. I'm, I've got hope for this guy. Do you think
1: if Vucevic comes back that they they beat Detroit and get that playoff spot?
0: They they've got a better hope than never. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, they made the eight, they made the seventh seed, I think last year. Yeah. I think they should be aiming for seventh seed at least this, this year. This could be as good as they have been since uh, two thousand and nine,
1: when they made the finals. <laughs> so,
0: well, the, you know look, we're talking about the Magic's ceiling. Yeah, this is the only guy on that roster that I can see taking that ceiling, other than maybe Mo Bamba if it decides to play <laughs> from
1: here so one. you guys can't see because you're listening so Will had like a, a medium level hand and then he had a higher level hand exactly to show right. the difference um, but yeah I think Mark Al it's very interesting to see how he'll develop yes um, let's do some quick fire rapid fire questions to finish off this episode did Melo deserve being Western Conference Player of the Week after averaging 22 points a game having his second week back in the league after his
0: essential retirement can we just answer this in one question in one answer no.
1: No, 100% no. No. I don't even want to discuss it. Luka was literally 30, 10 and 10. I don't know how Luka didn't get uh, it. That. make me very upset. Um, is LeBron James the early season MVP? Uh, what do you think? You know what?
0: Yes. Other than Giannis. To be honest, it's Giannis. If you're in the West, it's LeBron. No offence to Luka. I think you're an idiot. I love LeBron
1: James. Um, but Luka Doncic. Holy, holy crap. He's 30, 10, and 9 on the season. Have you watched this kid play? Uh, it's amazing. He's 20. He is 20. This is his second he's year. He's going in the to league.
0: get MVPs. I don't want to give it to him too early. I want him to work for it. LeBron has got the number one team in the West. I think LeBron and
1: Luca are perfectly easy. LeBron has Anthony Davis. He's got Chris Stapps. Shut up. <laughs> you, shut, you shut your mouth right now. I think Luca, I think it's Giannis, number one. Easily he's MVP. It's Giannis. And then Luca and LeBron are actually tied because they're doing the exact same thing, but it's ridiculous because LeBron's 100 and it's ridiculous because Luca's like six years old. Yeah, there's no
0: one in the middle ground no. who are peaking. Yeah, I agree. Not at all. Um, but as a 35 year old, LeBron gets it for
1: yeah, me. Yeah, okay, that's fair. As a 20 year old, Luca gets it for me. Um, first coach to be fired this year, well, we know the answer. It was David Fisdale. Do you have any other people that you think might be fired?
0: You know what? I think the one name that comes to mind could be Alvin Gentry. Yeah, so I, I,
1: that's who I've written as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Steve Kerr will never get fired. No, no, no. Even no, though no. they have the worst uh, record in the league, it doesn't matter. He has no players. Everyone loves Steve Kerr. They're not going to fire him no. from that organization because Clay and Steph will come back. They'll trade D'Angelo Russell. It'll be fine. Yeah. Alvin Gentry still has a good team. He has Bannon Ingram, he has uh, Drew Holiday, Lonzo, JJ no, Reddick. Yeah. Six and 16. Six and 16. Yeah, I know. They are losing games. They should be winning. They are a good team. When they have Zion Williamson, if it's the same, forget about it. He's fine within yep. a week or two. I think they're keeping him until Zion comes back because they don't want to jump the gun early. Yep. Agreed. They want to wait till he comes back. So Zion will probably come back mid-December, which is like ideally next week or before Christmas. Yeah, And I think he'll keep his job. But my God, they look terrible.
0: He's he's probably the number and one. And Brandon
1: one. Ingram is going for most improved player of the year. Like He's been fantastic. I know. Um, but I think he gets tossed pretty quickly. Um... Are you surprised about how
0: much Atlanta missed John Collins? Uh, not surprised, because we always thought he was good. He was a 20-10 yeah. player that they yeah. don't have. Yeah, so he's 17
1: points per game, 8.8 rebounds per game, two blocks this season. So his defense, which I don't know if you know much about Atlanta... Zero defense. They have no center. Whatsoever. They have no center. They have no anything. Jabari Parker's starting for them now. Imagine Collins at center and Parker at power forward. It's a bit Can car. I just say, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if you remember this, at the beginning of the season, and you were like, Jabari Parker should never start for that team. Well, he's bloody starting. Yeah, I know. Uh, and I their know. team is trash. Trey Young is shooting 27 points per game. Parker's the next highest scorer with 16 points per game. They can't defend. Maybe Alan Crabb, but like literally no oh, one on conflict. that roster, roster can defend. They are so, so bad without John Collins. They need John Collins. They do need him back, because they, they were a semi-respectable team last year. They can't defend now. No, not at all. Um, the last question, to finish off this episode of Colin Bank, are the Lakers or the Clippers more likely to win, this champion, to win the championship at this point in time? You know what, Lakers have been better than I expected,
0: but Clippers are still my Clippers favorite.
1: are still, <laughs> but I just think in the playoffs... You need more defense. They both have defense. Uh, the Clippers have a better bench. I still would go for the Lakers just because of LeBron. LeBron in the playoffs, he literally ca- carried Cleveland in 2018 to the playoffs. You saw that team. That was inc- it. Was insane. That was gross. The
0: only reason I'm not saying Lakers is because i think there'll be an injury, and yeah, I don't. I, I don't I, know I do when. Agree. I don't know how. But there'll I be wanted an injury. to be.
1: I wanted to be in December. so that by March, everyone's fine, and then we can go on and win the championship. If it's LA, LA, who cares? It's going to be the greatest Western Conference Finals in the history of the NBA. To be honest, it should be. It really should be. Um, Thanks for joining us on Calling Bank. We'll be back in two weeks for a Christmas special, which will be very exciting. Um, Make sure to follow us on Blitz Radio and the Calling Bank website. And that's it for us. Thanks, guys.
0: Did you call back?